Hello, everybody. Welcome to the OETA Movie Club podcast. My name is Jeff Moreva. I'm the director of the movie club, and I'm here with our host, Mr. Robert Birch. Hello, everybody. Hey, Jeff. How's it going today? Uh, pretty good. And you? Doing good. Yeah? Doing good. Good day so for a movie. It is. It's a great day to talk about a good movie. Um, a movie that I had not seen until we got ready for this episode. <laughs> That's right. Um, but uh, this, this week is a movie called The Yearling yeah. um, from 1946. And um, really a great film. A little sad, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> well, you know. But uh, really good. All the, and they, um, they call it heartwarming. Heartwarming, of course. Um, yeah, so the OTA Movie Club comes into your house every Saturday night at 9. Friday nights at 11, we repeat. Uh-huh. And uh, we show old classic movies, and we've started showing even some more modern movies. And uh, this week, one of our classics, um, The Yearling from 1946. So, yeah. um, so set this movie up well, a little bit for um, us. So, um, you know, it's, uh, it's written, it's, it's the book. Right. Base, uh, that many, you know, the children's book that many people have written. In fact, um, the uh, director set up a lot of the uh, shots to look like the illustrations yeah. in, the, in the book. Um, I mean, he really was trying to get it as close as he possibly could to that. Um, you know, it started uh, filming in 1941. Right. And they went out and they got, um, you know, outdoor shots and they got uh, animal shots and, and uh, you know, were really in, deeply into production. They had cast Spencer Tracy yep. in the role um, and a different um, lead actress and a different little boy. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, they weren't having such a great time. Uh, 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 they were shooting the Florida swamp. There was a lot of mosquitoes. Right. And the little boy's accent, uh, you know, was a little too authentic. He was really, really country. Right. And it didn't really gel well with Spencer Tracy's, uh, you know, lack of an accent. Right. And Or the, or the actresses. And so um, uh, they did get a lot of the outdoor stuff shot. They didn't really do a whole lot with the actors. And then World War II breaks out. Right. December 7th, 1941, and they put it on hold. Yeah. And it, uh, they didn't pick it up again until after the war, 1940, right. well, late Probably 45. Five, yeah. And, and started shooting again, but they still used all those uh, outdoor scenes that right. they shot back in 41. Yeah. yeah, I was reading that. I thought that was pretty cool that they had already... They just went ahead and kept them. Uh-huh. You know, it's just yeah, it's just not? scenery. I mean, it, you know, and it's a business. You and it's save a business. Money, exactly. Right? You got to save that money. It's already you've already got it. Don't need to shoot it again. Um, you're the studio exec now. To, going, yeah. Why do you need to shoot it again? We got it right right there. here. Um, Louis B. Mayer knew how to uh, to stretch a dollar. That's yes. for sure. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I I thought it was interesting that Spencer Tracy was um, the lead in this, and I, I wonder. Would it have been? I mean, it was a pretty big movie already. Oh yeah. But would it have been even bigger with the Spencer Tracy in it? You know, I mean. Well, I, you did. I mean, Gregory Peck. Gregory was, Peck was uh, still no slouch. Pretty, and, I know, and and he yeah. was a big name at the time. Too, yeah. Of course, uh, you know, he was like uh, the up and comer uh, right. then. Yeah. Too. So he's like the Harrison Ford, you know, or the uh, yeah. who would be today? Would be, oh, uh, I don't even know. Chris Pine or something right, like that. Uh, you yeah. know, that uh, he's the up and comer. Whereas Spencer Tracy would be the Harrison Ford, I guess now, right? The yeah, older, now, yeah, uh, seasoned guy. Right. You know, he he. It would have been a different film, but it would have been a really good film, uh, either way. I right. Think. Yeah. Gregory Peck is really good in this, and uh, Spencer Tracy would have fit like a, like a glove. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, you know, uh, there's some really good actors and actresses in this. Jane Wyman and, uh-huh. and some other ones that are just really good. And former and uh, former wife of Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Now uh, we don't know why, but uh, his daughter Maureen Reagan, when she saw the film, she was a little girl, little and kid. She yeah. would not speak to her mother. It was Jane Wyman wouldn't speak to her wouldn't for two speak weeks. To her for two weeks. We don't know why. Uh, if you know why, please uh, let us know in the comments below. You know, I'm sure she was just a little sad, but yeah. Um, but uh, Gregory Peck um, is great in this. Gregory I, I mean, Peck. I I like Spencer Tracy. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Sure. He's a great classic actor and everything. Uh-huh. Like that, but Gregory Peck is a better actor to me. Yeah, and so I, you know, I just I think he's great in this role and and. I, it would have been weird to see Spencer Tracy. Surprisingly, they didn't want uh, Catherine Hepburn for the female yeah, role of that. Exactly. <laughs> so it's I, like in the contract, anytime that you employ Spencer Tracy, <laughs> Catherine Hepburn right, must go Right, you have to in, employ. Yes. And vice versa. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I think this, this movie is great. I, I just don't know if Spencer Tracy would have been the right. I don't know. It would have been a, just would have been a little bit different. It would have been very different. Sure, so, sure. Um, but this film is included in the top 100 greatest American movies of all times. Yeah. So it's got to be good. got a 100% rating from uh, Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes, Tomatoes <laughs> which yep. is always good to get. Exactly. Right. right. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, um, well, you know, the, when, the, when the movie came out in 1946, it was one of the studio's best movies that year. Yeah. Um, but it cost so much to make. Yeah. That it didn't really profit money. I mean, it, it made over four million dollars at the box office, which in 1946, big money. That's huge oh, money. Yeah. But it's Star Wars. But it cost three and a half million Spider-Man. to make, or whatever yeah. you know. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, it made it made four million, but it cost three and a half million to make, so it only profited half a million. Right. Um, which was not very good, even by 1946 standards. Which is um, why there's no yearling ride. Right. At uh, MGM theme parks, right. there's no right. there's no yearling world um, <laughs> universe at Disney and yeah exactly Universal yeah so okay so um, you know we went through this in the show but uh, there is a count of all of the trained animals yes could you imagine film. being an animal trainer on this movie oh, I mean man. you would just what a nightmare you would not do it alone you would have many, oh no many I'm sure there was helping. many yeah lots of wranglers. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, do you want to read off the? Uh, oh, no, no, no! I allow oh. you. Please do the honors, sir. Uh, I, you know, I want to try and do this like the uh, the Twelve Days of Christmas almost <laughs> here. Yeah, you know, but uh, uh, yeah. So thirty-two trained animals. Those are just the trained. Just ones. trained, right? Because like rattlesnakes, you can't train them. Right, right. No matter how hard you try, yeah. they just keep biting you. I don't, <laughs> just no, no, no. On your mark. No, Get on no. Your mark. Just roll right over. There. I'll rub your belly. <laughs> Quit biting me. Ow. Um, so there's, uh, so they used five fawns, the little deers. Right. Um, because, you know, they get old, they get older right. really quick. And so, uh, like the main one where the boy, you know, pulls the, the, the underbrush apart mm. and there he is, there's the little deer, uh, that deer, they had just rescued it from a, a forest fire. Oh, wow. A few days before it was the youngest of all the ones that they used. But, um, yeah, they had five of those, five fawns. They, uh, let's see, uh, there had been um, 
uh, other animals like 126 deer. 126 deer. Yeah. That's insane. I mean, uh, where are you going to keep all those? Now uh, it would just be CG. You know, them, now right? it'd just be 100 and whatever oh, yeah. CG deer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nine black bears, 37 dogs, 53 wild birds, and 17 buzzards, one owl. One owl. I yeah, like just that. one. Just one. That's all you need. We only needed one. 83 chickens for some reason, but, you know, uh, uh, the catering people you know, <laughs> a- afterwards, they were, right. hey, yeah, what exactly. are you going to do with those chickens? Yeah. Uh, 36 pigs, but again, catering. Catering. Uh, eight <laughs> rattlesnakes, uh, 18 squirrels, uh, you know, trained squirrels that could, uh, you know, defuse bombs and stuff like that. <laughs> and then uh, four horses and 17 raccoons. So the wow. total of all the critters in the film is uh, 441. 441. So on Trivial Pursuit animals. Night, you know, you'll you'll have that answer. It's 40, 441 animals. I, I, and something we don't have in front of us that I would have loved to have looked up if I would have thought about it was how many people were actually involved in that movie. <laughs> like if you count the crew right, and everything right. like that, was there 441 people involved? I bet there's many more than that. You think many? so? Oh, yeah. In 1946. I mean, how deep do you want to go? Do you want to go to publicity and uh, Well, that's true. Yeah, all that, that, that's, front house that's people? That's true. I'm, I, yeah, that's true. I'm, ta- I'm mainly just talking about like actors and, and, oh, the, yeah. and the immediate crew, crew on the shoot. Sure. Yeah, But still, I mean... Um, but yeah, uh, 441 animals. Yeah. I mean, you would have had to have had what, 20 animal trainers on oh, that? Oh yeah. All those wranglers I mean, and their helpers and, and people to, uh, to feed the, you know, all the different, um, you know, hay and seeds and stuff like that, that the, oh, the animals would need to, to eat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Clarence Brown. Some of the animals to the other ones. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> of course. And like I said, <laughs> craft services. Hey, need some chickens? Um, we got a few chickens. Yeah. Um, so Clarence Brown insisted on the actors not wearing any makeup to achieve a naturalistic, sweaty look. Which is very weird. Which is very weird. Because you can achieve a very sweaty look with makeup. Well, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but they now know that how to do that. Weird, they did weird stuff. Um, Jane, Wy- Jane Wyman sat in a sun lamp for 15 minutes every day. Yeah. Before which she shot. She was like really pale skin. To make her look, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, makeup. Yeah. But Hello. But uh, but yeah. yeah. 15 minutes under a sun well, how, lamp how every day. How did that go over with, uh, with Ronald Reagan? You know, he comes, <laughs> hey, you're getting, well, you're getting a tan. I see you're, <laughs> ooh, you're looking good, mama. <laughs> Pretty good impression. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, just, just crazy stuff. Um, Gregory Peck yeah. apparently wasn't a huge, huge fan of the movie and said yeah. that it was much too lushly done. What is that? It's well, he complained much appara- too lush apparently he done. complained about the boy crying too much. Oh, well. The little boy cried too much in the movie, according well, to him. Say something. You know, hey, uh, this boy is crying way too way much. Way too much. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I Yeah. I just watched it. I didn't really get that. He was there. He could have done something about it. That's yeah. right. That's right. Don't talk to me now. Yeah. Um, like, Squeeze the kid's hand or something. Hey, <laughs> stop crying. So the little kid who cried too much, according to Gregory Peck, uh-huh. um, Claude Jarman Jr. Yeah. Um, what was, happened to his career? Well, he was chosen over 19,000 yeah. boys auditioned for this part. Yeah. 19,000. What's the, how do you even remember number 462, let alone number 14,000 and whatever? How did they audition 19,000 kids? 
What and, a nightmare and, and, that would And I be. think it's, when they say audition, I think it's like a cattle call line. I think it's literally yeah. a line, and people are going through the line going, sorry, uh, not, you, not you, sorry, not, not you, you, sorry, not you, you know. Yeah. And so oh, that's an audition. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think yeah. I think that's an audition, and, and really that's not an audition. That's just a cattle call. But, <laughs> but apparently. Yeah, I sent a tape, a taped audition on VHS uh, for a Full Metal Jacket. Oh, nice. I guarantee you nobody watched that tape. <laughs> nobody saw that. I saw it. We have a copy right now. Oh, no. Um, we're going to no, show to the we're audience. We're playing that right now. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, 19,000 other boys he beat out. I'm uh, just that, That's just crazy to me. Apparently, what really won him the role was his long hair. Uh-huh. Apparently, the other 18,999 boys had short hair. Right. The story was he had been uh, he'd been deeply involved in his schoolwork. Right. Right. And he hadn't had a chance to go to the barber. And that's why he gets the roles, because he has long hair? Yeah. Again, okay. you, maybe they maybe heard of makeup and hairstylist. <laughs> and, I mean, you could achieve that with anybody, really, if you want. I mean, they hadn't heard of scissors. <laughs> right. time. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Come on. Please. Um so uh, a couple other things this movie was marked for as far as like some stats and stuff. Only best it was the only best picture Oscar nominee that year to also be nominated for best cinematography. Uh huh. Well, yeah. um, only okay. one to be nominated for best actor and best actress in the same year. Yeah. Um, really? At, at, uh, just that now year. That's... Just that year. Oh, just that year. Just that year. And uh, uh, yeah, so you know, what are you gonna? Yeah, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, the Juniper Prairie Wilderness uh, was where they filmed some of this. They also filmed a lot of this at uh, Cross Creek Homestead, where the author, uh, Marjorie Kennan Rawlings, uh, wrote the book. You know, this was her uh, place in the world, and uh, this was her home, and they filmed some of the scenes. Yeah. Yeah, you because know, she's, I mean, you write what you see right. in your life. Oh, yeah. And uh, they thought, well, what, what better place than, um, you know, what she's actually talking about. Yeah. So we got that going for us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but yeah, if, if you haven't seen this movie, just tune in, check it out. It's a really good one. Um, you know, it's it's it took it took a little bit to get going. Yeah. Um, you know, I felt like, but but it's a pretty good it's movie. It's a sweet movie. It's and, a very sweet and movie. A lot and of people, I mean, it was very very popular when it came out. And I don't think it's too lushy or cries too much. Lushy. But, too, far but, too lushly. But apparently I Lush. don't mind the lushiness. I don't use uh, that word very often. I, know, never, I don't know if I've ever used that word. If I've ever, oh, lush, that's too lushy. <laughs> oh, I love this, uh, this lunch, dear, but it's uh, far too lush, I believe. Yes, yes, too lushy. <laughs> too lushy. Um, well, that brings us to the end of our time. Um, I do want to give a quick shout out before we go to um, Cheryl Bell, who sent in our celebrity photo this week. That's right. Um, in case, if you don't know, we, we have people send in celebrity photos yeah. each week. We show those celebrity photos on the air. We mm-hmm. give people a little shout out, give them their kind of their fifteen seconds yeah. of fame, and and it's and a really fun they tell segment. Us, you know uh, where they took the picture, when it was taken, sort of maybe like it, if we get really lucky. Uh, there's a, a funny story, you know, or yes. some kind of story behind, uh, you know, this just this picture with somebody that's famous. Yes, please always include those photo, those stories when you include the photo when you send those photos in. But this week, Cheryl Bell, Eric Estrada, 
Oh, punch, punch himself. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the man. Chips. Yep. I remember that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he tried a few other things that. No, he eh. no he was too he was too well known as yeah, Punch. Yeah, that happens. That happens. That you get you get cast. In, yep. But uh, but man, that was a good show. Yeah. Um, I remember that one. Um, but yeah, yeah. So thank you, Cheryl Be- Cheryl Bell, for sending in um, that photo with Eric Estrada and um, and. Please tune in each week, Saturday night at 9 on OETA. We repeat the following Saturday. And um, we actually have a couple weeks that we're going to be off uh, as far as on the air. Um, We're going to be off for a couple weeks. We're going to be doing our December pledge drive where we come to you each December and we ask you to chip in what you can. Um, We're a public television station. Everything that we do is paid for by people like Mm -hmm. you and and, uh, community people and leaders and and. It's just a really good way to give back to the community. and, uh, and So yeah. get out your checkbook and write a lot of zeros. That's right. And put at least one one in front of those zeros. <laughs> yeah, um, please. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah. Um, so, yeah, tune in for that. Um, we always have some great, great programming during those pledge drives. Really great. I love the music shows. We have yeah. a lot of great music shows during those pledge drives. Yeah. Um, but, anyway, tune in for that. We will return on the, on the uh, movie club December 10th. And uh, Gosh, we'll be it's December already. Des- yeah, I know it's December. Christmas is going to be here. Oh wow! And I've uh, not done any shopping. I haven't either. December tenth, an American in Paris. Gene Kelly. That's Ooh, a good one. Ooh, I like yep. that one. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, tune in for that. That'll be a good one. And um, until then, till next week, take care. Bye bye. Make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast. You can preview all upcoming OETA Movie Club films at oeta.tv forward slash movie club. And please send your celebrity photos to P.O. Box 14190, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma 73113, or you can email them to us at oeta.tv forward slash movie club. And of course, tune in every Saturday night at 9 and on Fridays at 11. We'll see you on the couch every weekend for a great movie and fresh popcorn.